Hello, my name is Eva Kabashik and I am a planner. And my husband is adamantly not. A few years ago, we went on a cross-country trip. We flew into Phoenix, Arizona, we rented a car, and we drove to LA and then up the coast of San Francisco and then into Seattle where we ended up flying back home. It was an amazing trip, absolutely one of our favorites. Now, my husband's approach to the trip was to fly by the seat of our pants and to casually come across things in each city. But my approach was to carefully map out every single thing I wanted to see, where we should eat, and what our hourly itinerary should be. Because Rhett is not a planner though, and gets really stressed out by my hour by hour plans, I decided to take a different approach for this trip. Instead of telling him each of my detailed plans, I just casually mentioned each of the things that I had already carefully planned out so that it seemed spur of the moment. How we casually ended up at the perfect vantage point for pictures with the Hollywood sign, the Golden Gate Bridge, and the Redwood Forest ended up seeming like an accident. But it was actually careful planning. So when it comes to our time and God's word, often we think it's going to be an accident. We think that maybe I will accidentally have an hour of free time to crack open my Bible and journal sometime this afternoon. Maybe I will casually start waking up earlier and that is when I will study. But friend, that is not the case at all. We have to plan and then execute the plan. In today's episode, we're going to talk about three specific ways that we can use planners to help us have a game plan for our Bible study time. And if you're not a planner, hang out till the end. I've got a few tips for you as well. My name is Eva Kabashik, and this is Bible Study Made Simple. Around here, we know that our goal for Bible study is not checking off boxes, but instead our goal is an intimate connection with our God who created us and wants a relationship with each of us. The first way that we can use our planners is to specifically write down each day when and what we are planning to study in the Bible. When is a good time for you to study? What chapter and book of the Bible will you study? Answering both of these questions before it actually comes time to study is so helpful. It lowers the barrier to entry so that your Bible study time ends up going a little smoother. Does it always have to look exactly like you planned? No. In fact, just this morning, I only did about half of what I usually do in my Bible study time. But that's okay. For tomorrow, I already know exactly where to start because I had that plan in place. The goal is to let the plan guide you, not rule you. I will usually only write one day of my plan down at a time. I don't want to fill out an entire month and then miss two days and then feel behind all month. But if I fill it in and I don't get to it that day, No worries. I just write the same thing down for the next day. If you have a Bible reading plan that you are following, make it a habit to write down what the next day's reading will be on your planner. If you're studying through a book of the Bible, write the next passage down. 
It helps to have a starting point so you aren't spending too much time thinking about it the next day when you actually get time to study. The next way to use your planner is to write down any specific prayer requests in your planner on the day that you need to pray for them. Earlier this week, a friend of mine told me about a big meeting for work that she had on Tuesday at four. So what did I do? I put a time block on my calendar Tuesday at four. So right as the meeting was about to start, I got a notification on my phone and was able to be praying for her in the middle of that big meeting. I used to think that this was cheating or that I wasn't really thinking of the prayer requests naturally, so it didn't count. But before I started doing this, I can't tell you how many opportunities I missed to pray for people in the moment. It is not cheating to use your resources to draw your mind towards prayer. For my daily Bible study plans, I write those in my paper calendar, but for these timing-specific prayer requests, I put those in Google Calendar so that I get that notification on my phone. Okay, so way number one is to write specifically when and what we will study. And then way number two is to put down time-specific prayer requests. The third way to use your planner is to keep it with you while you study and write down any distracting thoughts that come up. When I'm studying my Bible, it seems like the day's to-do list just won't stop running through my brain. Oh, that load of laundry that I put in yesterday needs to be moved to the dryer. What am I going to make for dinner? Are there any meetings today that I'm forgetting about? But what I have found is that writing those things down lets me temporarily forget about them so I can come back to them when it's not during my Bible study time. So I keep either my planner or just a blank sticky note with me while I'm studying so that I can write those things down. These are the three main ways that I use my planner in my Bible study time, but I also have one last little bonus tip. In the back of my planner, I keep a running list of the books of the Bible that I want to study. That way, when I finish a book, I'm not wondering what book should I go to next, but I'm ready to go with another book on my list. Now, you might be saying, that's great and Oliva, but I'm not a planner. That all sounds overwhelming, and I do not want to keep up with a planner. That's totally fine. Here's a few backdoor planning tricks for those of you that aren't naturally planners. The first one is to just print off a reading plan and stick it in your Bible. This way, you have the next day's reading with you every time you have your Bible. Next, put a post-it note on your mirror and pray for your family and friends while brushing your teeth. Rhett and I just got new electric toothbrushes that have the timers in them for each quadrant of your mouth, which seems a little overkill if you ask me, but now I have exactly two minutes, two times a day, standing in front of my mirror that I could be praying. And then the last little tip is to put a little dot next to any books of the Bible that you might want to study next in the table of contents of your Bible. That way, you know where you are wanting to go next. If you're looking to get started with a Bible reading plan or even just trying to build up a habit, I have a free guide for you. At evakaboshik.com slash habit, you can get a seven-day Bible reading habit guide that's going to help you get started with a Bible reading plan. You can download it for free and the link is in the show notes. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Bible Study Made Simple. I personally would love to know if you are a planner or the fly by the seat of your pants type. Shoot me a message on Instagram and let me know. My Instagram handle is just my first and last name, but also it's linked in the show notes below this episode. Until next week, remember our goal for Bible study is not checking off boxes, but instead our goal is an intimate connection with our God who created us and wants a relationship with each of us.